Uh, you're about to hear, and, and as I said earlier, I, I wasn't supposed to be here, and, and I was thinking to myself, um, you know, asking the Lord and, and kind of pouring out my heart to him that, you know, God, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm always contending with issues, and there's a lot of folks that just need tenderness and mercy and some of the gifts I don't really possess that well. Uh, yeah, I try, but yeah, some of you guys go, oh, he does. I, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, and and I, I said, Lord, would, would you bring someone who just really knows how to love folks? And the, the, the person he put on my heart without exception was Pastor Mark Little. And, and he, he was free, and, and I asked him to come. And I'm really doubly excited because now, uh, through a course of events, I get to be here. I was supposed to not be here. And, and now I get to be here. And last service was phenomenal. Um, and, and I love it because he's a little Pentecostal. And, and the callings were... So yeah, we, we got them all here. Uh, and the Collingsworth are kind of Baptist. So today is kind of Bapticostal. It's working really well. I'm digging it. And, um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll segue with this. <clears throat> Uh, the first one is Nicole Pearson tonight at six o'clock. We've had we've had college students on athletic scholarship at the university who have now lost their athletic scholarship because they refused to get the clot shot. And and it's just uh, sorry uh, uh, the vaccine. I I don't know why it slipped down. And and some of you've received it, but these are kids that they you know you you have heart issues. You have a thirteen year old dying of a heart issue. And and. The survival rate's 99% with 17 and under. And the only kids that have died around the world are kids that have lymphoma, heavy comorbidities, cancer, lymphoma. So our young people are being experimented on and they refuse to do it and then they lose their athletic scholarship. And, and so we, we put these events on and we've contended, but folks have questions because you're wondering, am I gonna be employed? What am I gonna do? Nicole. It was with the first uh, the frontline doctors when we did the last event. She's remarkable. She's tenacious. She's a really good attorney, and she agreed to come tonight. And I'm just going to let her speak and then answer questions. So, come out. You're going to need to know them because everybody in this room and in the hearing of my voice is going to be affected by this in California. And you need to be equipped and know what to do. So come tonight, 6 p.m. Uh, and that Bobby Kennedy Jr. thing. It's going to be packed. So sign up serious it's, it's gonna it's, we're gonna play sardines um so when i had shared if you didn't watch the announcements i can't help you um so so when i shared about the battle hymn of the republic and the civil war and and the ending of slavery in america uh that was a great moral issue and god judged this nation and you just walk through gettysburg and you can you can see what sin costs. And, and that was a moral travesty. It was vile. That we would enslave another human being based on a melanin content. And now our nation, we've gone beyond enslaving. We're now decimating. We're ripping apart little babies in their mother's womb and flushing their parts into the sewer systems of our nation. And, 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 and the most adversely affected segment of our country by this Holocaust is the black community. Black Americans constitute 13% of America's population. 
you cut that in half male and female, it's six and a half percent female. And then you reduce the six and a half percent down to childbearing females, it's four percent. Four percent of the population of America is responsible for almost 40 percent of the abortions. It's a holocaust in the black community, a, a, a holocaust. And yet you can post a black tile for Black Lives Matter, but you don't contend for the unborn. And with us today is a precious couple. Uh, Pastor Mark and his wife Tigra have contended fervently for the unborn. I, 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 with the exception of Seth Gruber, I, I don't know that I've met any folks that have been more vigilant and diligent in defending the unborn and speaking on their behalf. And you're going to hear a story and it'll touch you. But even in the midst of all that he's endured, he just loves the Lord and he loves people. He's, he's so precious to me. The minute I met him, I just, I knew we were going to be lifelong friends. And the cool thing, and I'm going to, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to turn it over to him. The cool thing is <clears throat> I married an amazing woman. She's stunning inside and out. <clears throat> Don't worry, it's not COVID. <clears throat> so what, even if it is, um, it, she's, my wife is stunning inside and out and, and I know beauty cause I'm surrounded by it. Mark's wife, Tigra, she is stunning. Please stand up. You look like a princess. Look at this woman. She is so beautiful. Bless you, dear. <clears throat> you got to let the camera see you. I mean, Brother, you have done well. In the last service, he said, you know, I'm a black preacher, and I, I need response from the audience. And I said, well, we're a white congregation. We need permission. <laughs> Would you welcome my dear brother, Pastor Mark Little? Come on up. I'm not sure I'm working. Can you hear me? Yes. Amen. David, would you put this up for me, David? You know, I got, I got to be timed. Because if I go over, I won't be invited back. <laughs> I will bless the Lord. At all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'm honored to be with this congregation because the pastor of this congregation is setting a new standard for the Davids standing against the culture. Thank you to the family. I, I said to her in the first service, I said, when they sing and she plays that piano, I, I see it in the spirit. They're breaking strongholds. Thank you. Thank you. And, I, and Franklin Graham, 
Franklin Graham called for a day of prayer today for what's happening in Afghanistan. And I, I joined him in that, but, but I also add the atrocities that we know of. Uh, people are being beheaded in Nigeria. The Yazidis in Iraq are being pursued. and Babies are being ripped out of the womb right now. And so I, I want to pray before I begin. I want to I pray. But Jesus is the answer. Our faith in his power is the fuel for our hope. Jesus is the answer. Uh, uh, and, and the word of God gives us exactly what we need. Uh, I want you to meet me quickly in 2 Kings. I'm going to pray, but I, I need you to see something. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15. If you need a Bible, raise your hand. It's going to be on the screen. So I, I, I must tell you that the Word of God gives us a picture for what's happening right now. We, we feel hopeless to respond to what's happening in Afghanistan. I've got a friend, I've got a friend who was beheaded on international television. He was the, he was the, uh, uh, the, 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 the son-in-law of a dear friend. Beheaded in Afghanistan. And we feel, I remember the feeling, we feel hopeless. But in 2 Kings, the king of Syria is after Israel. Mm. King of Syria is after Israel. And, 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 and he keeps trying to find Israel's army and, and Elisha the prophet keeps telling the king of Israel where to go to avoid the king of Syria. And we find in, in 2 Kings verse 6, uh, we find in the text it says, when the servant of the man of God was arisen early, that was Gehazi, his servant, risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant Gehazi said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? Mm, I love it. Next verse, verse 16. And Elisha answered, here it is, Fear not! <laughs> For they that be with us, are more than they that be with them. Amen. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the, and the Lord opened the eyes of Gehazi, the young man, and he saw. Ah. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. 
And when they came down to him, yes, the enemy will come near. And the text says, when, when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord. And he smote them with blindness. Elisha said, Elisha said, I pray thee, smite them with blindness. And they were blinded according to the word of Elisha. Ah. I want to pray. I want to, I want to pray. But I also want to pray for you. There is a feeling of hopelessness and a, a feeling of, God, why? Ah, God, why? Mm, 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 mm. And he answers, he says, he says, you've got to see with spiritual eyes. If, you, if, you, if you're feeling afraid, ah, you, you've got to come to the text. There are more of us than there are of them. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, O oh God, for your Holy Spirit ah, that fills this place. God, I pray for a hedge of protection around those who stand in your name and are fleeing for their very lives. I, ah, I pray for exodus. I pray for supernatural move of God. Ah, ah, that, that, that hears the cries of those families who declare Jesus is the Lord. Comfort them, O oh God. Protect them and keep them. Fill us, O oh God, now in the name of Jesus. Speak. To your people, oh God, move in this place. The Holy Spirit is already here. Move, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to speak to you briefly out of the title, No Weapon. No Weapon. I said, I said at the first service, sometimes I might, I might need to hear from you. And so, so I'm going to say no weapon, and I want you to say no weapon. No weapon. No weapon. Ah, this is, a, this is a Pentecostal crowd. Ah. Meet me in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. This, this is the foundational text of our ministry, no longer bound. And in the text, we find Jesus in the synagogue. Ah, and, he, and he's unraveling the scroll. And he begins to read Isaiah 61. Mm. And he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Ah, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal. Ah, the Greek word for heal. 
The Greek word for heal means make whole, to free from errors and sins, to bring about one's salvation. Ah, to heal the brokenhearted. Mm, mm, the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance, deliverance. Greek word, aphesis, aphesis. Uh, deliverance means release from bondage or imprisonment. Forgiveness or pardon of sins. Remission of the penalty. He came to, uh, uh, to preach deliverance to the captives. Are you with me? And then it says, recovering of sight to the blind. Blind in, in the Greek means blind visually or blind mentally. Ah, blind, blind, blind. Uh, recovering of sight to those who are visually or mentally blind. Mm, somebody say amen. Amen. And, and, and then at, at last he says, I, I've come to set at liberty. Same word for deliverance. I, I've got Ephesus. I've come to set at liberty them that are bruised. Mm. Jesus came as a healer and a messenger of freedom. It's going to mean something to you in a minute. For freedom and comfort. Freedom. Freedom and comfort. In our ministry, we've had the privilege of walking with men and women, and you have a ministry here just like it, walking with men and women from all ages, from 18 to 79, all ethnicities, who, who have the shame and the pain of uh, abortion or miscarriage. And, and we get a chance to hold their hands and, and watch the Holy Spirit in real time deliver them. Matthew 10, verse 1, mm. tells us that Jesus bestowed upon the twelve the delegated power that he himself possessed. That is authority to advance the messianic ministry ah, through healing, and casting out demons. Now, don't get scared. Don't get scared. I'm, I'm not here to cast out demons. But it is with this authority that I stand against the darkness in this culture. Now, the assault that we witness in this nation in this season can be traced back to 1962 when they snatched prayer out of schools. And then they legalized the killing of abortion and uh, killing of babies in the womb in 1973. And then in 2015, the fence that God erected to protect the family, the fence was destroyed. 
biblical marriage between one man and one woman, the fence was destroyed. And now the enemy is coming for the rest. He's already after the children in the womb. Now he's after the children outside of the womb, sexualizing our kids in schools, teaching our kids how to masturbate. Ah, teaching them that man love is acceptable. It's a lie from the pit of hell. And these, these movements ah, that we've sat by and watched have driven our nation farther away from God. And it's because our leaders are captured by the lie that there's a separation of church and state. They're, they're, they're captured by the lie of the Johnson Amendment that they can't speak. I, I hear, I'm here to declare to those pastors. I break the lie that's covering your mind. I bind it in the name of Jesus. It is because of your poor leadership that the devil has taken ground. Ah, now we're in a position of repentance because of the lack of spiritual leadership in our nation. Now, 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 I, I, the devil tried to get me to. Ah, back in 1987, I, I was a Student, I just graduated from the University of Southern California, and I was a student. And, and I don't know how many of you have a peanut butter and jelly ministry, but 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 I survived off of peanut butter and jelly. And I I was going to the store. If you if you're familiar with L.A. and U.S.C. Uh, Jefferson and McClintock, I was living in off-campus housing, and I was going to the 32nd Street Market. And I was getting my loaf of bread. And it was about 9.30 at night, and I was coming back, and my girlfriend at the time saw me, and she came out to greet me. And we were walking up the sidewalk together, and she says, now, now there's some guys up here. Just don't pay attention to them. I said, okay, I'm from Connecticut. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking for danger. I don't suspect it. So we were walking together, and sure enough, a guy was standing on the side of his car, and he was leaned over leaned over from the passenger's door, door was closed, and he was leaned over, reaching over the windshield. And as I passed, he said, hey, can you help me fix this? I said, fix what? He said, fix this with a 12-gauge shotgun in the middle of my forehead. And, and, and my girlfriend, she ran, praise the Lord, and, and, and my hands went up, and he said, you better have $100, at least $100. I just bought a loaf of bread. I only had a buck. <laughs> By the grace of God, he turned the gun around and he hit me with it. And he stood over me with that 12-gauge shotgun. And I know he was aiming at my head. The power of that weapon. When he discharged it, it went through the main artery of my right leg and basically blew my leg off. Yeah. I, I got into the ambulance and, and I, said, I said, I knew the Lord, the Lord said, do you want to live? 
Do you want to live? I knew I had a choice. And I said, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, can I still have children? And he said, yes. And so I lost the leg. But the woman who was there and saw it all happen is my wife. The, 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 the Lord has a way of giving you what you need. And that is in part why I'm here, because you, you've got a need that the Lord is going to minister to. I want to I thank someone who is fighting against the culture who's here. You might have heard of the We Spa and the transgender moment where, where, where a man who identifies as a woman paraded himself through the jacuzzi. And she did a video and has gone viral, and we're standing up against unjust laws in this culture that don't protect women and little girls. And she's here today, Angel. Amen, amen, amen. Our leaders from our ministry are here. I wanna thank David Medley, one of the strongest men I know and father figures I know. David Medley, thank you. Uh, Charles DeCure, stand up as I call you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Candace, Candace, Candace and Mike. Candace and Mike. Candace. Candace and Mike. Craig, Craig and Lenny Weishaw, thank you. They're leaders in our ministry. I want to speak briefly, time is short, I want to speak briefly about two weapons. Two weapons. Two weapons in the culture. One is talked about and one is not. I I, got to get through this quick because the Lord has something for you. This is a a pointed moment. Divine, divine moment. The first weapon that is in the culture that we talk about that I need to just briefly mention is critical race theory. I I need to declare publicly what this congregation likely already knows. But for those who are watching, you need to understand that Karl Marx was not only a socialist, but he was a Satanist. And, and, And those who left his tutelage and started the Frankfurt School, Max Horkheimer, is a socialist. And he gave us critical theory. Critical theory intends to divide us by subgroups in order to enforce equality, its form of equality. Uh, this, this is hatched out of the minds and the ideas of socialism and Satanism. So why would the church be promoting critical race theory. Huh? And, and, so, and so following uh, uh, Max Horkheimer, 
was Herbert Marcuse. Uh, he was a peer, and, 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 and the students in the 60s would chant, uh, Marx, Mao, Marcuse, Marx, Mao, Marcuse. Well, anybody in that category you need to be concerned about. Marcuse wrote Eros and Civilization, and, and, and he's a follower of Sigmund Freud. And, and, and he, he said, we need to get away from the sexual traditions that we, that we have. He was a pervert. And, and this is what we're, we're, we're lifting up this theory. I, I tell you, it's unbiblical. I, I tell you that, that any Christian Promoting critical race theory is lost. Their goal is to tear down the dominant society just like liberation theology from Central America and black liberation theology. Uh, It's the same language. Those were poverty movements. And the goal was to tear down the white man. And this is what we're promoting? This is demonic. And we need to call it out. It's unbiblical. They divide us between the oppressor, defined as a white, male, heterosexual, native-born, cisgender, able-bodied. You are the oppressor. Everybody else is the oppressed. And through intersectionality given to us, through Derek, uh, through Derek Bell, who created critical race theory out of Harvard, critical theory is the parent, critical race theory, Derek Bell, and then Kimberly Crenshaw in 1989, intersectionality, where you are measured by your degree of oppression. This is about power, it's not about race. It's about tearing down power. It's unbiblical because the word says in Genesis 1 and 27, ah, we are made in the imago Dei of God. Hmm. We are made in the imago Dei. Acts, Acts 17, verse 27 says that made of one blood. One blood. Hmm. And critical race theory has a different view of sin. Are you with me? Uh, Under critical race theory, only the oppressor can sin. And and he, he, he gets salvation by surrendering his privilege. Brought about by the activism of the oppressed. You ever wonder why people in the streets mobbing and burning down buildings and killing people in the summer have no penalty? It's because the people in charge believe that they are oppressed. And and the more oppressed you are, the more moral authority you have and the less responsibility under critical race theory. It's unbiblical. Uh, They believe that the oppressor is the only one in need of salvation. We believe that that we all are sinners and fall short of the glory of God. Romans. Three and twenty-seven. Uh, we believe that salvation is for everyone. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, 
so that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Salvation is for everyone. You need to denounce critical race theory and don't be ashamed to do it because you're standing on the Word of God. Yes, 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 yes. There's racism in America, but, race, but America is not a racist country. We, we, we don't have a problem with systemic racism. We, we have a problem with systemic Satanism. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, 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 I love it, I love it, I love it. We, we defeat injustice by exhibiting an active faith. When Jesus came down from the Sermon on the Mount, ah, he gave us our identity as salt and light. Light is to shine against the darkness. And salt is to preserve the culture for his coming. And then, and then if you want to talk about racism and, and discrimination, uh, first just open your, your Bibles to Matthew chapter 22 and, and start at verse 37 because it says, Love the Lord your God. With all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then it goes on to say, love your neighbor as yourself. The, the answer to what's happening in the culture is at the cross. It's right here. It's right here. And, and so, and so I'm, I'm running out of time, but... Uh, Oftentimes, we, we're not broken because of external forces like the school boards and critical race theory. So, some, sometimes we're, we're not in trouble because of those things. Sometimes we're in trouble because of what's happening in our own minds. Yeah. That's the second weapon. Ah, glory be to God. Some of us live in the prisons of our own minds, our hurt, our pain, and our shame. This prison of the mind mm, mm, this prison oh, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you, thank you, Lord. Somebody needs to hear this. Uh, it keeps us from walking in freedom. One of the biggest secrets we keep as individuals and as families comes with symptoms. The symptoms of one of the biggest secrets we keep are depression, anxiety, anger, bitterness, promiscuity, alcoholism, drug addiction. I can go on. Oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, these are symptoms from the shame we carry from having had an abortion. Oftentimes, the, the impact of having had a miscarriage keeps us in prison in our minds, particularly our women. 
For whatever reason, we have the abortion. I'm not here to condemn anyone. For, for the word of God says in Romans 8 and 1 that uh, therefore now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So I want you to understand my spirit. Uh, we, we partner with darkness when we, when, we, when we abort our children. And the impacts of that partnering are long-lasting. That's what I want you to see. Come with me to Matthew 12, quickly, uh, verse 25 and verse 29. Jesus had just healed a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute. And the Pharisees were criticizing him. And, and here's what Jesus said. Jesus knew their thoughts. They were, they were, they were criticizing that he was operating uh, as Beelzebub an angel of the devil. Uh, Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. And every city or household, household in the Greek means the family, divided against itself will not stand. Verse 29, or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man. The strong man in the Greek means one who is physically strong and mentally strong or mentally strong. The strong man. The strong man has to be tied up in order for the family to be plundered. Ah, the enemy bound the one called to protect the family. Fathers. Fathers have been bound in our culture. And the evidence is the condition of the family. Over 72% of black homes are led by single women. Over 65% of Latino homes are led by women. Over 50% of white homes are now led by women. The enemy has a design to destroy the family. Ah. I, I need you to know that when he walks away with 63 million aborted babies, uh, 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 he thinks he's winning. Aborted fatherhood. Not walking in your headship. Not walking in your authority to protect the family. Somebody in here today is reminded of that decision uh, to facilitate abortion. Uh, somebody in here today believed the lie of the Supreme Court that you didn't have a voice to protect your seed. I stand against that lie in the name of Jesus. Ah. 
I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. I feel the conviction. And you're going to get an opportunity to come before the Lord and repent. I'm here. As Jesus said in Luke 4 and 18, he, he came to heal and to set you free. Ah, he, he wants you to walk in your authority, men, over your household. And when men stand up, women come alongside. One in three women have had an abortion. It's a lot of women. Three out of five of those women are black. Pastor Rob was right. A lot of women would rather go to God with an abortion than to a church with an unplanned pregnancy. Why? Because of the shame, even from the church. Jesus wants you to be no longer bound by the prison in your mind that says, I'm, I'm worthless. I, I, I killed my own child. I'm worthless. Oh, I, I know you're out there. I know you're out. This is your appointed time. I want you to come with me to Peter. Come with me to Peter chapter 12. I'm sorry, Acts chapter 12. Acts, Acts, Acts chapter 12. And there's a message for you. It's a message for you. The line of Herod appointed to attack the church. Uh, we're, in, we're, in, we're in Peter. We're, we're in Acts chapter 12. We're in Acts chapter 12. And Herod tried to kill Jesus. Herod, Herod, Herod. His son slew John the Baptist. And now Herod Agrippa in Acts has beheaded James. And Peter was put in jail by Herod. Because the, the people enjoyed what they enjoyed what they saw. And so and so the king put Peter in jail. Are you with me? Yes. Mm. And the text says, uh, the night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep. Mm. Fastened with two chains. Between two soldiers. And then the text says, others stood guard at the prison gate. When you do an exegesis, you'll see that there were four squads of soldiers. Sixteen soldiers were guarding Peter. And then another two on the side. And, and then in verse 7, it says, suddenly... Ah. There was a bright light in the cell, and an angel of the Lord stood before Peter. Uh, struck him on the side to awaken him. And, and then he said, he said, quick! Quick. Get up! 
quick, 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 get up, quick, quick, get up. Mm, mm, mm. And the chains fell off his wrist. And Peter uh, was no longer bound. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then the, angel, the angel said, get dressed, put on your sandals. Put on your sandals. Uh, uh, he said, uh, put on your coat and follow me. Hmm. Peter had to, had to participate in his deliverance. He had to participate in his deliverance. And, and that, that line from Herod that was uh, after the church uh, uh, was after Peter, huh, and it's after you. It's after you. That mind, that prison that you formed was because the culture lied to you. Jesus came to set you. Ah, I'd like to take a few moments because there's someone here, a man who has not been on his post and his family was plundered. How can the enemy plunder a family but the strong man be bound? Some, 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 some lady here. Mm, I see you weeping in your heart. Yeah, a lady here has never even talked about it before. It was so long ago. And the prison that has been formed around the mind has kept you bound. When we minister, we, we see people who come to us because of the abortion. But we then determine and find out in the revelation they were molested or they were in a home where they were traumatized because of an alcoholic father or mother. We are broken, broken. And Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Ah, mm. He said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. He came to heal the brokenhearted, beloved. This is an appointed time because uh, Peter had an appointed time for his deliverance. The, the angel of the Lord said, quick, get up. This is your time for deliverance. Mm, there was an urgency to it. I'm not here by accident. This has been a circuitous route over years because the Lord would bring someone here today who needs prayer and who needs to be delivered from the prison of your own mind. Ah. The Lord is spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mm, there's liberty in this place. He came to set the captive.
captives free. Freedom I speak over you in the name of Jesus. Freedom and wholeness I speak over you. Ah, in the name of Jesus, somebody is bound in your mind. And the Lord says you're free. Like Peter, I, I want you to get out of your seat. And I want you to come to this altar and let me, let me pray for you. Let me lay my hands on you. The time is short and I want to be invited back. I'm, I'm running over. <laughs> but there's someone in here today that the Lord has spoken to. Yes, thank you. And I just want to pray for you. See, the problem with the church is that we're, 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 we're stuck in shame. And we don't want anyone to see our stuff. That's what keeps you bound. That's the lie of the enemy. Because once you declare, I'm broken, you free up other people to say, I'm broken too, and I, I need the hand of the Lord. Ha! Ah. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Men, 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 men. The culture. Ah. The culture needs you to walk in your authority. The culture needs you to walk in your power. Jesus sent out the 12 and then he sent out the 72. And he sent them out with an assignment. out demons and to heal the sick. When Jesus gives you an assignment, it's with power. You have been giving power. Ah, ah, power to heal the sick. Power to heal the sick and the broken God wants you healed. Come, come, who, who, who needs prayer? Come, 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 right here, right here. Come in the name of Jesus. Come in the name of Jesus. Come, 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 come. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come, come. We, we only have a few minutes and, and we're going to be blessed uh, by our musical guest. Come. We're going to be blessed by our musical guest. But I'm telling you, the Lord is, is speaking wholeness over you because you don't even believe it. You don't even believe that you're walking in power. You're walking in brokenness and it's become normal. You have power. Hey, he said, I've come to heal. If we, if, we, if we see what happened with Peter, he, he, he showed up. Tomorrow's not promised. Peter was about to be killed. And the messenger of the Lord showed up and said, You are no longer bound. Walk in freedom. Ah, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. He speaks freedom over you. In the name of Jesus. Ah, ah he speaks deliverance.
Ah, we thank you, Lord, for what you will do in this place. He speaks power. In Jesus' name. Ah, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. These, 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 they're leading, they're leading, they're leading. They are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ before it is the south, it is the power salvation unto everyone who believes. Not ashamed, not ashamed, not ashamed, not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not ashamed, not ashamed. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Do I have five minutes, Pastor? Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Come, 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 come. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Ah, I, I want to make sure that that everybody who is bound is represented here. Every family. Ah, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Mm. that the Lord will speak to their hearts and speak to their minds for deliverance. Ah, hey, now, 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 I'm going to warn you and I'm going to tell you biblically, you should never speak in tongues publicly unless there's an interpretation. Ah, the gifts of the Spirit need to be done in order. And so I'm just going to try to make sure I don't blurt out some tongue. Because the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. And He's moving because He wants you no longer bound. He wants you free. Ha! Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift your, lift your hands and, and be in prayer as we cover these.